0: Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of one of the most creepiest and scariest and educational paranormal shows out there. That's not me saying that, that's what I hear from the masses, you know what I mean? The legions of people out there, the legions of fans of the Mostly Ghostly show. Uh, this is Mostly Ghostly with your host Matt Fisher and your other host Ray Bootin. Ray, how you doing over there?
1: Not bad, how about you?
0: Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. We just had a nice rainstorm, like, downpoured for, like, 20 minutes here. Uh, Weather is getting a little crazy. It's uh, it's mixed between rain and heat that's so hot that you, uh, you almost feel like you're not going to make it back to your house if you go for a walk or go to the mailbox or something like that. So, climate control, they say. You got to be careful always. Um, before we get onto the surface of today's episode, Uh, We wanted to let everybody know we have a little change coming up with the show. Uh, We're about to roll into another film. You know, we haven't done a film because of the pandemic. Uh, As all you diehards know, me and Ray found ourselves. You know, we found each other in the medium of making film. And uh, we're going to be returning back to that. Um, But the only unfortunate thing that comes with that is the fact that it's a time-consuming ordeal. So with that being said, uh, the Mostly Ghostly show will probably be, well, not probably, will be going to uh, every two weeks, you guys will be getting episodes as opposed to every week now. We hope that it isn't too traumatic for anybody. Uh, we're starting up a self-help uh, group to uh, you know help get people through tough times like that. I know the BoomBasta cast is also doing it, so there's a couple shows going through it at the old BoomBasta Media Network. A network that I think everybody should dive deep into and, uh, find some other shows that you might love because you never know. Maybe you can fill one of those weeks, you know, or rather two, one of those two extra weeks of the month that isn't going to have the mostly ghostly in it. Maybe you'll find something else on that network you'll like. It'll be like, it'll be like somebody's cousin coming to town to hang out with you or something while we're gone. But, uh, there'll be more info on the film, you know, released, uh, soon. The show's not stopping. We're going to be continuing to do the show throughout the process of the film. So you guys will be hearing all about it. It's just that, uh, we're, instead of the weekly route, we're going to go, uh, you know, every two weeks, you know, so it's a good deal. The film is paranormal and scary. So uh, I think a lot of the mostly ghostly fans really dig the film and, uh, it's coming together rather nicely, I will say. So, uh, definitely more with that in the future. So now that it's time to get into the surface, right in there, like a needle point with ink on it, into the taboos of tattooing. Now, you know, some people might say, <clears throat> you know, the tattoos, it's not really a ghostly thing. It's not really an unexplainable thing. You know what I mean? It doesn't even stretch really into the UFO deal. Um, but I think it does have a place on the show because we have a nice discussion on it. You know, I know that growing up, you know, like I said, I grew up Christian. So it was always like, uh, I don't know if it's the Catholics and the Christians. I know they're kind of alike, but, um, and I'm sure there's other religions to fall into this too, where it was kind of frowned upon, which it's, it's one of those weird things. I know that their whole frowning upon it was like, you know, your body's the temple. Uh, you should take care of your body, you know, I think they're more worried about you putting McDonald's in your body than tattoos. Um, you know, nowadays you'll see, you'll, you'll see like a pastor with a big old cross tattooed on his neck. You know what I mean? You want to see that stuff back in the day. It's kind of pop culture and more accepted. And I've never had an issue with it myself, but like society definitely had an issue with it back in the day, back in the day. If you walked into the room with, with more than one tattoo or tattoos, showing you know visible tattoos they would it goes back to that whole witch thing you know they'd be thinking you're you're some warlock you're some demon um you're trouble you know what i mean and you know i bet many going way back i bet many folk have been probably killed over their tattoos it ain't just gang violence stuff it's you know just uh people thinking that you're wicked uh because you happen to have something written on your flesh you know what i mean now, Ray, I know that you're a man that has things written on your flesh over there. So what's kind of your take before we dive too deep in? What's your kind of take on the whole, the tattoo on the flesh?
1: Well, at one time you had uh, sailors would come come ashore, get drunk, get tattoos. And that was like looked down on. Hmm. Um, also, certain religions didn't like it because, you know, they're graven. They're images and you can't have all of these images on you and they're evil. And some of that may may have been carried over from there. A lot of indigenous cultures, particularly like the Maui and others out in the Pacific, but even some Native Americans where they would tattoo. So you don't want to be like these primitives and these natives and these idol worshipers. So, yeah, for a long while, churches were against it. Um, Tattoos can also be equivalent to a sigil where you can put a symbol with its power. On your body and carry that, whether it's a, uh, totem, uh, spirit animal, whatever, whatever it may happen to be, the design. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a lot of it was associated with that. Um, as far as tattoos go, um, I got my upper body done. I've got 34 and, uh, I've stopped for the time being. Why? uh the cost and i think i got pretty much covered with everything i want covered
0: yeah there's got to be a um a mostly ghostly fan out there that does tattoo work you offer up ray booten uh some work you can touch that flesh you could be you could be the tattoo artist that paints on that canvas you know what i mean
1: well i i design all my own i like that and ray's going to you- great yeah now, in the past, I would bring him into... Uh, there was a person I trusted. He used uh, all-natural dyes and uh, not inks, etc. Um, he actually spent time in the Pacific studying with them with the tap method they use over there, which was painful. He traveled the world to study with them. Fortunately, I've lost touch with him. I know he moved, but um, he did it a lot of it old school. I would bring the design in, and he'd make the copy and just uh, put the tattoo on me. So you had the tap
0: method?
1: Uh, no, but what he did when he did the needles and such is he didn't use a lot of the inks that they they sell and stuff. He would mix mix together his own natural dyes Mm -hmm. and use that.
0: I like that. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. You know, I've always been somebody who, you know, it's funny because before I was 18... I had my arms all sleeved up and my, you know, and I had a bunch of tattoos elsewhere in my imagination. And then like once I became 18 and, you know, the realities of like how much they cost, you know what I mean? To go get a good one. I was like, yeah, because they are cool. They are there forever. It's weird. It's, 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 you go, you get them and you have it forever. It's good. So you know, I don't know, at a young teenage, a young teenage boy, I guess, didn't want to spend his money on tattoos. He wanted to spend it on other things like, like movies. You know what I mean? That was my deal. I bought a massive amount of movies. Uh, I put myself through film school through the education of viewing mul- multitudes of, uh, cinema. Um, but tattoos are very cool. I, I'm not opposed to getting them. I'd like to get them. I've slowed down like on my want for them, but I would definitely, I'd definitely be down to get them. I think, you know, they should have a secret, a special meaning, you know, of course. Um, you know, they don't have to. To each his own. To me, they'd have to have some type of meaning to them. Um, but I definitely support them, you know what I mean? But that price, what's funny is the price is horrendous. The, it's funny. I used to – there was a period in my life, I don't know if I still feel that way. I'd have to really deeply think about it. But uh, I was – I felt in all the grossness that I hate that I hate about the part, the, the, you know, the dying, and how I say, you know, the worst part of dying is what happens to your body after the fact when you're laying there rotting up. Uh, there was a time when I thought that that rotting would be okay, like if you had ta- something about having tattoos on your body, um, something that, like, something about that made it the rotting, the bloating, not that bad. And that is the most delusional thing I've ever heard or said or saw. It. So, uh, that's some scary stuff, right? Right. Should I get, should I get that checked out?
1: Uh, no. I got one daughter. Uh, she was, she wanted, uh, a tattoo and her first tattoo. She asked me to design it, something, uh, original for her with a spiritual meaning. Hmm. And, uh, she's got that one on there. I will say if you're getting tattoos, um, Like some of the patterns I have, they go over joints and bones and stuff. And that's a little, it's a little bit more painful than the fleshy part. Yeah. And uh, one time I was having work done on my back. And I think it was, that work took over four hours, what I was having done on the back. I took a break part, we took a break partway through, then he went back. But when I was having some chest work done and they got to where the breastbone is, Hmm. oh, I don't care about the rest of the body, the, the elbow, shoulders, neck, spine, anything, that breastbone. That was pure pain. That was it, huh? That was pain.
0: I, I've always, I I thought that like, uh, I heard that like the fleshy part was the worst part. I don't know, but obviously by experience, I'm sure it all hurts, but, uh, it's the good pain. Some people say it's the good pain. Pain, pain go away, come back another day. You know
1: so what I mean? Can, if, you're, you're, if your approach, like my approach is kind of a little bit meditative. I kind of meditate and get into the pain and uh, zone out in that, get into that zone and all wrapped up in it so I really don't notice it much.
0: Would pain be good? Is it really just have a negative, a negative deal?
1: Pain serves a purpose
0: the shizzle yeah yeah so you know i you know we've often talked about you know the tattoo deal with the symbols you know like pentagrams and stuff like that and you know people that might get like figures like the devil or lilith or whatever um on their bodies or you know anything that kind of crosses over, you know what I mean? And like what that kind of means, because it's the branding, you know, there's a lot to the branding. I think it's a, like a, like a, a like a sacrifice or dedication uh to whatever you're putting on your flesh. You know what I mean? So I think like, if you put, if you're going it, I guess, I don't know. It's all about your well, thought, your feelings behind it. But I, my take is if you, if you're putting something kind of dark up there, that's going to kind of carry a little bit of a, so I carry a little bit of a darkness with it, you know what I mean? But who's to say, you know what I mean? Who's to say?
1: Well, you're marrying your flesh to that uh, image of darkness. You're combining it. So it's always going to be a part of you.
0: Yeah. It's tricky. You know? Now, now tattoos have been around for centuries, from the Native Americans to ancient Egyptians to the Marori tribes. Tattoos have held significance in a lot of cultures. Uh, they symbolize a person's identity in a number of ways, whether it's a status with their community, passage into adulthood, or the connection with a particular group. You know, and that's still kind of the way it is for sure. Um, I, if Ray designs me a spiritual tattoo, a spiritual design, I might just have to get that put on my flesh. You know what I mean? Uh Your daughter is very lucky to have an original reboot tattooed on her flesh. That's all I got
1: to say. Well, the the flip side of that is uh, when she was young, she's always had a a talent for drawing for art. Yeah. And when she was young, she did a rather nice drawing of like a cluster of flowers. And she gave it to me as a gift. And then I surprised her when I showed up one day with that cluster of flowers, I had him trace it exactly and follow the color pattern. And now I have a design she did as a child that I carry as a tattoo. So I carry part of her with me as a tattoo. Yeah. My wife and I also designed one together and uh, we each have it. So there, there can be a significance or a bond there. It's a, it's a reminder, and it's a bond with the other person.
0: There needs to be a secret, mostly ghostly tattoo for me and Ray and the fan club to have. It would be very nice. I support that. I do. I support a, a Ray and originals all day long, and I would get that. If you, if you did that up, I'd probably get that tattooed on my flesh. It's one of them things, you know what I mean? as european imperialism you know what i mean spread around the globe the tradition of tribal tattooing and body art in asian and african countries were uh, denigrated and deemed savage because the practice was unfamiliar to the european colonists settlers and missionaries imposed their beliefs of modesty and christianity on the areas where they ruled and tattoo culture slowly died away they call this process of killing off cultures and practices modernization. Tattoos change from being an expression of pride and community and identity to being a marker of an era gone by. Yeah. What do you think of that?
1: Well, it it's kind of goes along with everything else is that uh, when you have a certain civilization moves in, particularly if there's Aboriginal or other cultures that they take over, they attempt to destroy their identity. They put their political system on it. Uh, they destroy religious sites and put theirs in. So the tattoos just went along with everything else and trying to take the magic and the identity out of these people's lives.
0: Yeah, for sure. Modernization is a word for you. That's today's vocabulary word you know in recent years getting a tattoo has been seen uh, as a sign of rebellion or being some badass mother trucker Now, around the world still, the taboo has survived the age of colonialism and still exists in many cultures. Being a member of the South and Southeast Asian community, I find the taboo around tattoos in my culture personally rather sad because that's where I'm from originally. Not only is it disappointing to see people forget their own history, but it's even sadder to fight them over ideas that were forced upon them uh, to begin with many, many centuries ago. Just joking, only a few. Now, I just want to make sure everybody is listening. Only a few ages. Uh, But for ages, tattoos in Indian culture were worn uh, to symbolize status or community. Uh, Different tribes across the country used to ink the varying colors. Tattoos were placed on different parts of the body, depending on gender. As traditions began to fade, so too did the reverence for body ink with some in Indian cultures coming to a view, tattoos as unacceptable and undesirable. Interesting. I didn't ever think that the, uh, some of the Indian cultures would go in that direction. I was not expecting that. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I do have a native background. I can trace the ancestry back as well as DNA. And yeah. even years ago, I used to go up to, uh there's a tribe which reclaimed some land up in uh, New York, up in the Adirondacks. And my wife and I used to go and visit there and stay up there for a while. And you could learn a lot of history and talk with the people up there. And uh we even discussed one time the source of and the style of the tattoos I had. Yeah. So th- there were those that still remember. But I didn't find it that much of a surprise because even when uh, when I was 10 years old uh my father would take me to powwows and I still have some handmade items that I got when I was ten at the uh, at the powwows with my father. So the history and old pictures of my grandmother who uh is in native dress. Yeah. So I was always around it it didn't it that does not surprise me. It was something I knew.
0: Uh, you think they, you know, they think they might have put a little stop to it. Danger? You think it uh, became dangerous at all? Maybe with like, if they ink got in the blood or something, could be bad news. Or maybe even, you know, dirty needles to keep it a little current.
1: Uh, I think what happened, you had like, like the boarding schools and stuff in the uh, early 1900s. Yeah. Where um, if you had a neighbor and you were living next to somebody and uh, they were native or had native blood, all you had to do was complain and they would about anything. but they would trust the white man to come in there and, and they would take the kids away and send them off to a school and try and turn them into whites. They'd cut their hair, they wouldn't let them do traditions. So what happened was, <coughs> excuse me, in a census right around that time, the population, the native population dropped dramatically by the millions. And it actually wasn't, they weren't actually being killed off or dying off. It was that to survive, uh, they had to blend. They had to act not native. Yeah. They had to look not native because otherwise you could have their family torn apart without any question. It's just in someone's word. Yeah. So a, a lot of, a lot of them with blood uh, in the families. It all went underground.
0: Witch hunting. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Any reason to tear people apart, you know, and sometimes they're ready to rock and roll. You know what I mean? Plugging the AM, 10 to 10. Now, although the stigma is again slowly shifting around, you know, with folks getting inked, uh, they find that Asian women are still subjected to unfair prejudices. When it comes to tattoos, they said, you know, that's interesting. Now, in society where a woman is expected to be submissive, polite and quiet, an Asian woman with tattoos can give the impression of being easy, rebellious and unprofessional. Being disobedient and opinionated aren't exactly the traits of an ideal, desirable woman in the Indian society. These are my opinions. These aren't the opinions of mostly ghostly. That's what I'll say that right away. But yeah, that's that's no good, right? What do you think?
1: No, anything to keep a woman down. Uh the men the men just wanted to be controlling and uh if she showed independence then uh you he cast her well if you were in Europe you'd be a witch over there they they'd basically say, Oh, she's easy, rebellious, she's no good, she's not family material, et cetera. So uh, yeah, that was that was the time where a woman couldn't express herself and that included tattoos.
0: It's pretty safe to say that uh people have rolled into towns with tattoos and just disappeared off the map and, you know, got turned into mashed potatoes or something. You know what I mean? And because, because they had tattoos on them and they were bad folks, you know, some scary stuff. Maybe still to this day. Still to this day, right? Yeah, like, no, for sure. It's definitely got the vibes of the witch trial type deal with it, with it, with it getting them, burning them up, getting, getting rid of him, And like we talk on the show all the time, all they had to really, you had to be different or somebody really wants something you had and you won't give it to them. And people get wicked. You know what I mean? And they'll really, they'll really lay into you and take everything. And, you know, society, it's, you know, society is a weird deal, you know, it's, it, it, it it's like it's been very ugly a lot of the, it, its time in existence. It's had its moments, you know what I mean. And it has a, it, it kind of masks it now, you know what I mean. It's a weird deal. Like society kind of matured, so to speak, and you know, kind of figured it out. It's weird. It's weird, you know. Whenever you have a big group of pe- big group of th- people, you know, what I mean, just think of what society is. You know what I mean. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of a crazy, scary thing when you think of what a society is. But um, tattoos are even scarier, you know what I mean?
1: Well, look, a a a funny thing about that, well, not funny, but the odd thing about that is you get the person at various times in history. Yeah. And if you stick with the tattoos, it's like, oh, that's evil. That's no good. It's a sign of Satan or it's a sign of uh, the devil. And bad behavior. So, what do they do to that person? They persecute and treat them in evil ways, and they put them down, and they kill them, and they and they're doing the evil that they're saying the tattoos stand for. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much society. Some of that, unfortunately, is still alive and wears its head now and then.
0: You know, you know, it goes the motorcycle comes to mind as well. You know that biker look. You know, like there was a time when <clears throat> just being on a bike to think you were riffraff raff and trouble. You know what I mean? Right now, now it's in the last like ten years or so, maybe fifteen or more, uh, probably more. Yeah, I'd say probably like 20, 25 years. It's kind of it's been, uh, you know, like like twenty five years ago, you seen a dude roll up to you on a you, heard a, you heard a, you heard a, you heard a hog rolling up on you from behind, and you automatically thought, "Ooh, I might have some trouble on my hands right here. This could be an issue." But nowadays, you hear it, and you're expecting to turn around and see somebody, you know, uh, you know, rolling up with like a nice puppy dog in the arm or something. You know, they got their kids in the little little side cart. Get him, t- bringing them the t-ball you know what I mean and uh it's very accepted now it's, you know the same thing tattoos I'm not saying it's a bad thing Um and the tattoos are that way too you know what I mean we had an actor on the Boombasta cast Robert Lozardo who is very tattooed up and we had a discussion with him about kind of how things have kind of evolved from that time where you know being an actor and having tattoos on you'd have to hide it and Back in the day, you'd have to hide it, and it was a bad look. And agents wouldn't want to like mess with you if you were if you were tatted up because like what what are they? You can do a certain they can't really do much with them, you know. And the way things are now, it's like everybody like everybody and their mother has tattoos, so it's way more, you know what I mean. Accepting now, what do you think? Kind of what do you think is the is the cause for that? The acceptance of tattoos, Ray.
1: Um, I think that at one point when it when they went from sacred symbols uh well yeah on one hand you had a lot of sacred symbols, tribal symbols, yeah. on the other hand, you had the uh drunken sailor getting a tattoo mm-hmm. of a naked lady uh when it started to trans transition into butterflies and cute stuff, yeah, and then all of a sudden it, well, it's okay it's like just a little it's a little butterfly look at look at my flower um also people started cap. Uh, you have tribal dance, and people started copying them, even though they don't know what they mean or what the symbolism is. Yeah. So people decided to, they modified them, and they decided it was cool, and it just took off. Now, as far as acting goes, I remember one time, this goes back some years, I did a commercial for, uh, actually it was a store out of Boston, but they had a national line Mm -hmm. And the the tattoos And I've known people and bikers most of my life Uh, Years back I went to the oldest uh, Bike fest in the country A large one During the day you get a quarter million You don't want to go near there on a weekend If if you're talking half a million or more people In a town But it was fun They were great people There was no violence or anything But having a license to Drive a motorcycle having tattoos what they were looking for in this tv commercial they were looking for a biker it's like okay yeah i'm an i'm an actor i can ride a bike and i got tats put my hand up boom that's it i got my scene where i'm driving up on the bike and getting off and the camera's on me stuff Mm -hmm. so it paid off in that instance
0: Yeah, but but you know, and we're in a more modern time too now. Though back in the day, back in the day, like if you were if you had a tattoo, you could only really be sailors and bikers and stuff at movies. You weren't going to be the lawyer, the doctor, even the dad. Probably in a lot of situations, you know what I mean. In films and TV, it's definitely kind of took a change to it. I think you know the fact that tattoos are kind of like a free spirit an independent, almost like a badass type of thing to do that I think that, you know, the fact that I think that even a person who's not so badass can get a tattoo, you know, make them feel badass, you know, the same reason why people want to buy a nice sports car or whatever, you know what I mean? They want to cruise around and be like, look at me. Um, I think that like, that, that's why, like, pop culture and society kind of, that's why it's had such a big swing in society because they're cool. You know what I mean? They're super cool. So you have, like, the people that get them for, like, artistic reasons and for personal reasons. And then you get the people that just kind of flock to, you know what I mean? Flock to it, like, with every kind of culture. And I think that because of that, though, all those things is why it's kind of so, uh,
1: you know, normal now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, everybody wants to be the badass. That only falls apart when it comes time to actually be a badass.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. But we're in a time now where like everybody's kind of a warrior, and you know everybody uh, is their own. It's kind of a good thing because people should feel. You know what I mean? I mean, if it, it's one of those things, I guess if it if it makes people feel stronger and like make them feel like they're tougher in the big old battle against the world then i guess more power to him you know i mean i don't want to take that away from him but i do think that there's a whole you know there's those there's so many different types of people who get tattoos and then there's people that will get a tattoo because you know their neighbor got it and they thought it looked cool on their neighbor and they went that they went and they just picked whatever off the board and got it and at the end of the day, you can't even say that those people are wrong too because they're they're just living in the moment, you know what i mean it's it's a weird the whole thing is kinda interesting um but the tattooing on the flesh, I can almost understand you know the whole argument that that I remember was the body the temple, like I said earlier in the show, so to go off of that for a little bit, it's like. I could almost understand that standpoint of don't do it, but it's like at the end of the day, living life is bad for your body. You know what I mean. Just be, just in general, before McDonald's even came into the picture. You know what I mean. So I think that it's one of those things where it's, I think, like how they say that you know it's got meaning. It's got different meanings for everybody. It's like one of those things. So it all kind of depends where you want to place it in your existence of, like, how you want to deal with it. So if you wanted to get all tatted up, then go for it. But if you don't, that's cool, too, type deal. But I would get tattoos. I'm definitely down. I want to get a Ray Booten uh, original tattooed on my flesh for sure. That's definitely something I need to have one of these days.
1: When I started years ago, yeah, uh, I came across somebody who used that argument. Yeah. And you know, well, your body's a temple. You shouldn't do this, that, the other. And I said, okay, you pick. We are going to go into any church, cathedral, or anything. And you're going to look around and you're going to see stained glass windows. You're going to see de- de- scrolls on the columns. You're going to see design. Oh, no, no, but that saints, but that saints. Well, if this is sacred to me, I'm adorning my temple. And things that are sacred to me. Yeah. You go into a building they've adorned where you pray your sacred prayers. Bird. Uh they didn't want to argue with me after that one.
0: <laughs> I think that when they say when they say my body is the temple what I think they mean by that I think it's your your temple that your church. Um that's my and that's my argument like, argument against not having to go to church. I'm a big believer in like like the church does good things, you know what I mean? I'm not hating on it completely. But I do I do feel that like I think that like your relationship could be in your living room, you know what I mean or whatever. It's just I don't so that's what I think your body's your temple like as long as it's within you, as long as you have something within you that you're cool with and it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's, that, that's what that means. I don't think they mean it's like physical type thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I would say some, some people do and they use that physical thing as an excuse to attack your tattoos. Yeah. Personally, I think that, you know, you've got to connect with the divine in you and it's in all of creation. So in that sense, yeah, you're, you're a host for the divine, for the essence of that divine. It's in all, all of creation and you'll never be able to improve on uh a divine creation but you can honor it you can adorn it you can take care of it not adorning it can be tattoos yeah i mean we'll do it with clothes and we'll do it with it with you know someone will spend a thousand dollars go out there on a jacket with a name brand just to show it off but they won't get a tattoo that's hypocrisy yeah they're worshiping the brand
0: you know, there was a, a man swimming it with it, who died with it. He, got, he had a new tattoo and he went swimming and Fookin died, Ray. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was well, an interesting I, thing.
1: Well, I I don't know. Maybe he... I don't know how recent that was, but it's... Uh, I know when I got the tattoos, there was specific instructions yeah. as to how, how to clean an area on it and what to keep on it while it healed so you wouldn't get an infection because... You basically had these scars all over your body. So I you don't, get, I don't know if that person just wasn't listening or didn't get the right instructions. What was going on there? This dude, I, this
0: dude's bad news. I hate to get, I hate to speak foul of the dead, but yeah, he got, he went and got a tattoo. And then he went like less than a week later, like four days later or so, he went, uh, he went for a swim in this lake that was just like, you know, those lakes that everybody had when they were the teenage years were like, uh, you might not want to jump in it because you get a bike through your leg. One of those type of lakes, I think. And, uh, my guess is, like you said, you had it, you have instructions. Usually I see them wrapped up. Um, I'm sure going swimming is probably on that list of things not to do. Um, I I'm, I'm pretty positive going swimming in shit water is definitely on that list. Um, and that's what I think happened to him. And the bacteria got into it and fucking took him out, took him out the game, gave him like the sepsis and the septic, septic deal. You know what I mean? They came calling, they said, Yo, we got to check your septic tank. And he said, It's full, blah, 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 blah. And that was it, dude. It was all over for that poor guy. Very scary stuff.
1: Well, I don't, yeah, I feel sorry for him dying, but. That sucks, that, yeah. That, that sucks, but. Um, Bottom line is that, uh, a little bit more care and intelligence and he'd probably still be alive. That's the thing. This
0: episode is dedicated to that dude. I feel bad. I talk trash about a dead dude. Um, rest in peace wherever you at. But yeah, that's some scary stuff. Now I want to jump back into the whole deal with like getting crazy things on your flesh. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you see people like with crosses and a lot of, you know, the, the, the praying hands, you know, Mary, I've seen all different types of, you know, religious things. And then you see dark stuff where it could be, you know, where it's like the devil, you know, pentagrams, uh, that whole deal. You know what I mean? What's your take on those, th- all that dark stuff, right?
1: I think that people don't realize what they're getting into. There is a link between the symbolism yeah. and uh, the evil itself. And you marry, like I said before, you're marrying that to your body, making it a permanent part of your body and part yeah. of that energy of that symbol. You're constantly absorbing it. It's becoming part of you and uh, it can influence your behavior. It can influence, uh, everything in your life. And that's a dangerous thing to do.
0: It's very, uh, it's, uh, it's. I, I'm creeped out by it. like I said, like I've told the story about that sleepover with just to be like pentagram being written magic markered on people that creep me out. So like I couldn't imagine getting something like that tattooed on it. Well, you know that'd be like a horrifying nightmare prank to be pulled. You wake up and that thing's tattooed on you. I'd have to be, get the sandpaper out at that point, Ray. It'd be an awful thing. It, I'd have to put the the wooden spoon between my teeth. I'd have to have Ray doing his chant the whole time and not have to. You know, I'd have to probably, uh, I'd probably have to indulge in something that would knock me out while, while I can still be moving. And I'd have to scrub that thing off of me. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, like it all goes to, I mean, wh- whatever you put belief in is, you know, like you could across to, to the religious person is a very holy thing that means a lot. Uh, but you could, to someone who doesn't care, it's just wood, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it's more so what the people put into it, but, like, if you were to be- believe that it was, like, bad news and almost almost put it on there as, like, uh, as a tribute to bad news, I think that, I don't know, I feel like that be that would just bring bad news around, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not a real big believer in, like... I'm not a big believer in like um, if you be really bad like I think bad rewards you. I think there's certain situations that it does, but like in a sense of like that, like I think you know I think I like pe- like musicians that have it. I feel like um, like Marilyn Manson and stuff like that. It's like I don't even know if it. I don't even know what it means to them. You know what I mean? Like it, but at a level like that. That could all be, I don't know, man. That's darkness. That's darkness, false type stuff.
1: But yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say, like, someone will, will believe in, in the uh, power of the crucifix, the cross.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's used by the church to cast out demons. Um, It's in churches. So you're using a symbol there that's a power symbol. Yeah. But then they turn around and they kind of laugh at it. And they get get something that Satanist tattooed on them because they think it's cool. Well, that's a power symbol, also. So you, you can't have it one way and not have it the other way. It's also yeah. the uh, sigils; they're they're power symbols, and they help you manifest. And there are people who go out there that uh, design or have these sigils put on themselves. Do so they realize what they're what they're doing and tapping into? Right. these These symbols in themselves have power. I don't think they realize it. And uh, the symbol in itself, yes, it is partly what you give to it, but the symbol in itself, particularly with a sigil, is put together a certain way because it has a power that way. Yeah. And you don't want to put that on yourself not knowing it. You say, oh, that's a cool one. I think I'll just copy that. Mm, bad move.
0: Yeah, this has been kind of a hot topic recently. I know we got into it a little bit with uh, Jess from the, the Dead Girl from Derry episode. Dairy episode. A couple episodes back, you know, she had one. She's a great person. So like, I'm not saying people with them are bad news or anything like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a weird deal with it. She's good people, but I don't know about this whole, I don't know. I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it up, but I think it all goes into the belief system. You know, when we made Victoria with Jess. You know, she had no issue with that stuff. And I remember telling you that I had, it's because I really, like, grew up believing it, which is why I think that I was kind of almost could have gave manifested power to it in a way, you know what I mean? Like, people that just did, people that the devil's kind of like the cartoon character they've seen in, you know, movies or whatever, and they just kind of think it's that. I think that they're less afraid of it or like the devil that's on like a rock and roll album or something. They're less afraid of it because like Hollywood eyes, but like hearing about the the beast, you know what I mean? From a young age, it it definitely has, it definitely has an effect. You know what I mean?
1: It's also understanding the symbolism. There's certain similar symbols in Aboriginal cultures that, uh, depending upon your background, mostly people outside the culture see it and they think it's kind of gruesome and scary. Yeah. But it has a completely different meaning in the culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, just like snakes in certain, uh, people don't like snakes. The, uh, many churches, you know, Satan is a, that was a serpent in the Garden of Eden. But you go to certain Native American tribes, a snake is healing ceremony. I mean, a healing medicine. So it's it's part of the healing element. And yes, I do have a snake on me. But it, it's in the Native American, that's because you're a healer. Other people will say, oh no, that's the, the snake. Oh no, that's Satan. So they really don't, you have to understand where it comes from and what the symbol symbolism is before you're going to make it a permanent part of your body. I remember one time there was a guy Oh, he was giving me a bunch of crap and stuff like that, and he made the mistake of like going into and stuff um, where it was he was gonna. Oh yeah, now I'll put a curse on you, this and that and stuff. And I laughed, and he's go, "What are you laughing at?" I da that da, da, da and he goes on and on and on. And I said, "Look," and I turned around, and I lifted my shirt up, and I showed him my back. Now the back has a symbol on there, which for me, and from its origins, it's very is a good symbol. It's not bad. Yeah. But it freaked him out. It freaked him out. He apologized and he he split. That was it. Because obviously in his culture, that was a totally different thing. And he didn't want to mess with me anymore.
0: Yeah. But it,
1: you've got to know the background. You've got to know what you're getting into and putting on yourself.
0: I don't know why anybody would ever want to mess with Ray and period, end the sentence. You know what I mean? That's trouble.
1: Well, there's an old saying, you're not only messing with me, you're messing with all my ancestors.
0: That's for sure. That's definitely for sure. You know, if you were trying to make an oath with something dark, um, I would assume, you know, tattooing on your flesh would be the, the one of the best things to do. So what do you think about on the opposite of it when people put like the crosses on their flesh and all that, do you think that that brings them like a good luck or a positive thing, or it probably just goes back to, you know, what they believe <clears throat> in, in the, on the religious side of things, it's kind of real interesting because a lot of people don't really quite live the way they believe, you know what I mean? Like they know the way they, the way they know they should, you know, the good walk, so to speak, like, they're, they know they should, but they don't quite do it. But they preach it, so they think it's okay type deal. Um, you know, in a situation like that, you, th- you think there could ever be a situation where having a cross on your flesh, but not living it and almost going, like, blasphemously living, you think that would bring, that cross would eventually bring like a bad luck to you? Um.
1: Uh... I can see where, I can see where it might, but I think you're going to do it to yourself. Yeah. That, that symbolism, once you're wearing it, it'll be a reminder of, (coughs) excuse me, a path you abandoned, turned your back on. Um, I can see where if someone is devout and they're honoring the symbol and maybe like when they look in a mirror, if they take their shirt off, for instance, it's a reminder of their path in life. Then any good symbol can work well that way. But if there was well, there was one thing I remember: uh, the clan mother. Mm. Um, We would we would go around and sometimes uh, different reservations and powwows and stuff like that. And when you were talking about these people that you know wear one thing and do another, don't walk the walk. Yeah, uh, she used to call them weekend warriors. Right. Right. They get dressed up in their regalia. They'd make a big deal about it. They'd smudge. They'd do this, that, the other. Then during a the week, they'd, uh, slap on their suits and be ruthless jerks all week. Yeah. So we, we would call them weekend warriors. They're playing the game and don't play the game with the tattoo because you don't know what that tattoo will bring in and you don't know what price you're going to pay.
0: You know, kind of goes with like, uh, you always see those memes online of, like, uh, either it's spelt wrong or or not what it is or them wanting to get, like, getting, uh, you know, some, like, Japanese lettering that means, you know, power and it really just means, like, you know, chicken wing or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, You know, there's the the, the dangers of, uh, you know, it is permanent. So you think if somebody put something on your flesh that was bad news without you wanting it there, Kind of go back to the nightmare thing I was talking about before. Do you think that that would be, you know, that would be probably a troublesome thing if that if it was a nightmare for that person, it would probably bring around a bad energy, right?
1: It could. That has a lot to do with the person putting it on you. Yeah, they're they're, they're putting that curse of that energy on you. So uh, they're directing that negative energy and that evil towards you. I'm kind of sealing it with the tattoo. I mean, you mentioned before someone who makes, let's say, the deal with the devil,
0: Hmm.
1: so to speak, and they get the tattoo. Well, that's like signing signing a contract in blood at the bottom. It's the same, the bottom of the page. It's the same thing.
0: I think you know the shedding. You have you have the breaking of the flesh, the shedding of the blood. It's a sacrificial thing. You know what I mean? That pain is taking the pain for. You know, it's a sacrifice. You know, that pain you're getting is a sacrifice for the tattoo you're getting. And uh, it is a sacrifice. And then your wallet has to sacrifice, too, and your bank account. Scary stuff. Very scary stuff. So uh, as we approach the end of this, is there anything you wanted to talk about in closing on the taboos of tattoos?
1: Um, I would say if you want to use it as Decoration. Go for it. Just make sure you know what you're putting on there. If you have something sacred to yourself that you want to honor, you can put that on also. But my biggest thing is make sure you know what you're putting on. What because it's going to be there forever, and there's a connection once it's in your skin because it's below the, the tattoo is below the surface, so it's a part of you. Yeah. Uh, there's always going to be a connection between you and the power behind that symbol, what it stands for. Yeah. So be careful what you put on. And once you know and once you know what you want, then you just go for it.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm definitely down with that, man. And uh, I do want to reboot an original now. I think there should be an original Matt Fisher piece. And there should be an original, mostly ghostly piece that me and you can both get. And then all the people that get down with the show that are super duper fans uh, can get it tattooed on their foreheads, Charles Manson style.
1: Hmm, forehead, huh? Okay, that's a little weird, but uh, I'm not. I'm not much for doing the face.
0: We're the mostly ghostly family. That's what. That's our deal.
1: I say uh, put it on the put it on the back of your the back of your right hand every time you go to shake someone's hand. They see the mostly ghostly.
0: I like that. I can get down with that. You know, it was. Uh, you don't want to be too. You you don't want to be too too out there. You know what I mean. On the forehead is too much. You're really trying to do a real statement, really trying to make a statement on the forehead. Um, but definitely, yeah, you know, I was going to say maybe like a little thing behind the ear. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't want to put it on the scalp like the triple six. That's too, that's too dark. We're going too dark now. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to, uh, uh, it on the big toe on the nail of the big toe, you know what I mean? But you'd have to have upkeep on it to make sure you'd have to keep it fully, fully luxurious looking. You know what I mean? No bogus toes. So I got to count myself already out already. Unfortunately, um, inside on the inner wrist is a good spot. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, I know Kane Hodder, the dude who plays Jason has a tattoo inside his lip. If you flip his lip, it says kill, uh, on the inside, It's is very mostly ghostly. So I think, uh, we kind of capped off what we got to say about tattoos, not so much really a ghostly or a creepy episode, but it was a fun little discussion about tattoos and the taboos that they hold with people. Um, I'm sure there's much more we can talk about with it. You know what I mean? But the time has come, my friends. So as we, uh, wrap this episode up, we say, if you enjoyed this episode, by all means, please go listen to other episodes. We got, we're in, uh, I don't even know what the number is right now, but it is a hefty amount. You know what I mean? It is definitely a hefty amount. And, uh, I heard you might be getting a, another come around. You know what I mean? Another come around and hearing, hearing some old episodes, in, uh, in the future from the past. That's what we like to do here. Um, because it's called ghost episodes where you thought they were dead, but now they're coming back around again. You know what I mean? So Ray, thanks again. This is always a pleasure rocking with you. Oh no, it's my, it's my pleasure. Fantastic. Fantastic. Everybody check out the social medias and, uh, you know, we got the Patreon page. Anybody ever looking to support? We got the Patreon page at Boombastic streaming. And, uh, yeah, if you're looking to help anybody, want to support support the film, then hit up the stream and, and get yourself some mostly ghostly loving. You know what I mean? Hook up the stream and you'll be you'll be live and direct and uh, follow it there and you know follow it on all the social medias and all that. You'll hear more about it in the future, but not before you hear more mostly ghostly. And uh, Ray, what you said you had a snake on you.
1: Uh, that's one of the things I have on me, yeah. He's got a bunch of guns, too. <laughs> no, nope, no guns. Gosh. Everything I everything I have has basically, uh, except for my daughters, and actually the one that my wife and I share is spiritual as well, a bonding one, but um, everything else has some sort of uh, spiritual meaning or connection.
0: Ray's got two guns on him at all times in his palms, ready to go. You
1: know what I mean? Uh, well, you know what I'm gonna blast you with doesn't take gunpowder; it's energy. Boom! Lay you right out. I was gonna, I was going to say, if you got a snake
0: on you, you gotta brush it off, brother. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode of Mostly Ghostly.